Hello, and welcome to the Politics Unboxed podcast. My name is Reese, and lucky you, it's the second episode of the day, this one, on a different topic to the one before, and uh, because it's term one day, again, just slightly shorter um, to save me going too far over on time. Um, but this is going back into our 2020 vision section of the podcast, and the news that broke um, overnight of Donald Trump uh, essentially accepting that the transition to Joe Biden must begin now. Um, The General Services Administration, which is part of the government, has accepted it, and the Trump team has pretty much accepted that as well. So, um, all of that to come on episode 52 of the 2020 Vision section of the Politics Unboxed podcast. Hello, and yes, welcome back to this 2020 Vision section of the Politics Unboxed podcast. I haven't done one of these for a while, not since we were discussing Trump's lack of concession. And whilst that concession is still notably outstanding, um, it is a new update today that President Trump has essentially accepted that this formal US transition should begin for President-elect Biden to take office. Um, Really, ever since the election, he's been increasingly down and dejected as a as a figure. He's not been the same sort of bombastic um, campaigner president we saw before. He is more withdrawn. Um, well, he couldn't very well go the other way, could he? He can become uh, more of a campaigner president. Uh, and today it seems that the president has finally, um, well finally accepted that a transition has to occur. Uh, So, what actually happens? Well, um, every time there is a presidential transition, the General Services Administration, or GSA, I will probably refer to them intermittently as both, um, works with the incoming president-elect to um, essentially make sure they can hit the ground running on the 20th of January as they become the president. Um, That's required, really. Um, You can't have a president who has to get up to date on national security issues on the job, as it were. Um, You can't have a president who doesn't have his team in place, who doesn't know the specific ins and outs of the challenges that will face them. Um, And so the GSA always, uh, since its formation has acted, in this manner to try and facilitate the smooth transfer of power. And that normally is able to start um, very, very soon after an election. Um, We we tend to see a declaration and concession within the night or the day after. Sort of that that sort of time frame we are talking about. Uh, Obviously this election has been very different. We didn't really know the the full results for a while. We had an idea of where they were going to be going, but we didn't know the full results for um, well, uh, certainly a couple of couple of days. So that dragged the process out a little bit. And now with these um, this endless litigation from the president and his team, uh, it has been dragged and dragged and dragged on. 
Well, that dragging on ended overnight as the GSA informed the Biden campaign that it would be starting the process with the administrator of the GSA, Emily Murphy, uh, telling the president-elect she would be making $6.3 million or £4.7 million in funds available to the president-elect, which they uh, are allowed to use to run this transition team office, um, sort of tapping nominees for um, federal departments and the like. Now, uh, it isn't... It isn't quite um, the the same. What's the word? Uh, Donald Trump hasn't really accepted the the transition as magnanimously as as could have happened. Um, but uh, his tweet uh, is as follows: uh, I want to thank Emily Murphy at GSA for her steadfast dedication and loyalty to our country. She has been harassed, threatened, and abused. And I do not want to see this happen to her, her family, or employees of GSA. Our case strongly continues, and we will keep up the good fight. Nevertheless, in the best interests of our country, I am recommending that Emily and her team do what needs to be done with regard to initial protocols, and have told my team to do the same. Um, Biden's team responded... Uh, Today's decision is a needed step to begin tackling the challenges facing our nation, including getting the pandemic under control and our economy back on track. This final decision is a definitive administrative action to formally begin the transition process within federal agencies. Um, He mentions the pandemic getting under control and back on track. There was a study that came out yesterday saying cases in the US could double before Inauguration Day if things didn't change. Um, boy, that would be one heck of a, a hangover from the Trump presidency into a Biden presidency, a doubling in cases. Um, and I do hope that doesn't happen. Something I did want to actually pick up on from the president's tweet, because he does remain the president until at least the 20th of January, um, was that, um, saying Emily Murphy at GSA has been harassed, threatened, and abused. And, um, well, it's true. Uh, There have been, according to Emily Murphy, threats online by phone and mail directed at her safety, her family, her staff, and even her pets in an effort to coerce her into making this decision prematurely. Um, And she says that even in the face of thousands of threats, I have remained committed to upholding the law. Um, Now, she has faced strong criticism, uh, not verging on threats from the political sides, both political sides really, for failing to begin this transition process sooner. Um, The threats coming probably from, um, well, supporters who take things into their own hands in a very unhelpful and, uh, well, illegal manner. You're not allowed to make death threats. That's not something you can just do. Um, so, it is good that, uh, Miss Murphy has been able to withstand that pressure and make use of her, her duties to get to this, this conclusion, which is the right conclusion. Joe Biden is the president-elect and he needs to have the transition team 
through and have that cooperation with the transition team. Now, um, this announcement wasn't just by accident. It came as the state of Michigan was officially certified for Joe Biden. Trump and his... Well, I, I actually stray away from using the word star in relation to Rudy Giuliani, uh, but I suppose his star lawyer is Rudy Giuliani. Um, they've been suing in Michigan, and um, they got thrown out in days. Uh, I don't even know if it took days. It could have been a day. Um, and that lawsuit failing, and the decision of Republican officials in the state to certify the results, uh, means that Michigan will be sending its 16 electoral college votes uh, to Joe Biden, which is a big blow. He he was really hoping to turn turn it around in Michigan. Uh, one of his big challenges to results was happening in Michigan, and it's um well it's not it's not going anywhere, which means big blow for Trump and the GSA taking the steps to essentially offer that transition funding to. Um, the Biden campaign. Republicans in Congress have been breaking ranks over this transition period. There was a, um, there was seemingly a united front. Uh, the president is is within his rights to sue, and uh, we shouldn't be rushing this. But um, increasingly, there have been Republicans speaking out against it. Um, Tennessee Senator, Senator, sorry, Lamar Alexander, who is actually retiring. Uh, released a statement saying Trump should put the country first and help Joe Biden succeed. Um, and Virginia, sorry, West Virginia Senator Shelley Moore Capito says at some point the 2020 election must end. Uh, even Ohio Senator Rob Portman uh, has been arguing for Joe Biden to receive top secret briefings on national security and to be updated by the administration on plans for a coronavirus vaccine distribution. Um, Joining that, more than 160 business leaders had urged the administrator of the GSA to immediately recognise Joe Biden as president-elect. Um, we know that the Trump team are still holding out that they can win. Um, they are still pursuing legal challenges in Michigan, but now they've been certified. Um they will <laughs> there is almost no um but there, there is almost no way he can overturn some of these results and even if he does win his legal battles they don't really as i mentioned through some of my other podcasts um they don't really have too much of a, a great bearing on um on the results in these individual states uh, even in other states where he is he is suing in in Pennsylvania uh, in Wisconsin in Georgia he's failing um, a Republican judge in in Pennsylvania on Saturday ruled the Trump campaign had tried to disenfranchise almost seven million voters with no real evidence when you get that sort of verdict out of a Republican judge um, or just a judge in fact uh, you don't tend to get uh, things overturned, even though they have appealed to the circuit court in Philadelphia. Um, it's it's not going to go Trump's way, and this move is good for the country because it means that the president-elect can hit the ground running when he becomes the president. 
Speaking of hitting the ground running, um, Joe Biden is already naming nominees for, uh, well, is already uh, tapping nominees for federal departments and has, um, well, has actually made some announcements on appointments. Former Secretary of State John who served in Obama's second term is being tapped for Secretary of State, and apparently the former Federal Reserve Chair Janet Yellen will be the choice for Treasury Secretary. Um, the first female Secretary of the Treasury in U.S. history. Uh, now, these are obviously um, contingent on the advice and consent of the Senate. Uh, it is probable that these will go through. Uh, in fact, I would say most of these appointments will go through with no real um, no real fuss. These are very middle-of-the-road appointments. They're not people like Bernie Sanders and Elizabeth Warren who might face um, slightly greater challenges in, um, well, in any confirmation through a Republican Senate or through a very tight Senate. Um, now, we have um, well, we have other uh, nominees who are who are coming coming out uh, or being tapped for these appointments. Uh, Avril Haines um, will be nominated as the first female director of national intelligence. Who was former? She was former deputy director of the CIA and deputy NSA, uh, sorry, national security advisor. Um, Linda Thomas-Greenfield will be nominated as U.S. Ambassador to the U.N., who also served under President Obama. Uh, that's a, very much a trend in these appointments. Um, Jake Sullivan will be National Security Advisor, it looks like, um, who who was actually uh, Joe Biden's National Security Advisor during Obama's second term. The Vice President gets its own uh, National Security Advisor. And Alejandro Mayorkas will um, be the first Latino nominee for Secretary of Homeland Security. Uh, he also served under Obama as Deputy Secretary of Homeland Security. Now, one thing I will say, just to close on some of these appointments, um, a lot of it looks like uh, the Obama era reheated. And I know that's sort of what Joe Biden almost almost campaigned on. Um, this return to normalcy. But what we can't forget is that some of the actions of President Barack Obama were sort of playing into the hands of the political forces that created Donald Trump. Um, and if we go back there, or if America goes back there, there is the possibility that someone like Trump or perhaps further than uh, further than Trump could rise from the ashes as it were um, that's something that Biden has to be careful of I don't know if it's going to happen but it's something that is certainly going to be around um, a bubbling idea in the national consciousness as 
the 46th President of the United States names his team and gets on with the job of governing America. So, that is all the time we have for today on the Politics Unbox podcast, uh, the second episode of the day. Um, I want to thank you very much for listening. I hope to see you all around again soon for the next episode. And until then, goodbye. Thank you.